My name is Oscar Terriano, and we're going to be discussing the Fortnite theories about the outfits having a little story behind it and the evolution of the map and to see where it's going, where I believe in the in the future in the map. So the the outfits in the map or in the game, I should say, are a little they have their own unique thing about it so with each item that they release they always have a picture with it or something that that helps sell the item which of course it makes a profit with the outfits that they sell but that doesn't mean they always need to make a profit because right now they they're probably extremely financially good right now or they have financial success in the game but really their outfits have a story to tell with each time they release a new outfit. So, like, with this Chromium set where this all-metal set, if you go on Twitter, like, they always post their image on Twitter about the new set they just released. It shows, like, a factory where all the same skins of that Chromium set are there and then one turns on. That's, that's like, a little hint of a storyline in the game. That's what I assume it is. Same thing with all the other skins, like John Wick, perhaps. Like, whenever they first released him or teased him, it was like a Scarface, like, illusion, I guess. But is that same, like, it shows him, oh, this guy's really, really uh, violent or, like, he has something behind him that we don't know yet. That's what I'm trying to get at with these costumes or outfits that... They they have like a story to them and I like how they did it because people didn't know this like well this is a theory though but to me a lot of people do know that it's a story but they haven't officially said it yet so really so like they just put out the images and say okay this, look at this new set and look how good it is in the image so see if you like it in game. But really, they're they're trying to give a, a little story and the thing about Battle Royale in, inside the game. So, if you think about it, this is a pretty good idea. In my point of view, this is a really good marketing idea. Because the thing about it, there's a lot of people playing it now. And, I'm, uh, and a lot of people are interested in the game. Not, not so as it was in the beginning of the game, but yeah, but more people are interested. And speaking about beginning of the game, they didn't have these outfits for anything besides Season 1 and the Halloween outfits. But they didn't tell a story, not to say, because they didn't... Season 1 is like an unofficial testing of how popular the game is. And they only had a couple outfits, but they didn't really um, promote it as much as the newer outfits and tell a story about it. So, so after Season 1, they began to do that with Season 2. They... And promoting it and promoting these new skins that give them their own personality or tell more about the character than beneath its appearance. That's what I'm trying to say. So really, each time when they release a skin, there's always an image typically. And it goes with a set like this. And this set is really just like brings a correlation of that story. That's what I believe in this outfit theory is just to add more to it or it can like add to a complete story and with and i'm assuming once like with each season they complete a, a like a set which means they complete a, a story 
a new story. And they can bring out more stories. Like, if you ever seen any of the images, like I said before, they will really tell a lot more about the character themselves. Just like with um when they when they released Raven, it was they had the background of the graveyard and he's he's more of the Grim Reaper type of character. And with that image it can tell a story about more than than what he actually presents himself to be. But that's just more of the, the theory of that. And like I said before, they did a really good job on it so they could profit off of it and give the community more of uh, insight into their game, really. And same thing with their um, like their emblems or more of the other items, and especially their gliders, too. It just brings more of a story to the game than is hidden, really. Within those images and within those items themselves, like with the emblems, you get them from the battle pass. But if you like look at the pattern from the battle pass of the emblems, they they progress they progress to become more distinct than 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 the general observation from the first few emblems and leading up to the final few. That's what happened in season three, and people predicted, oh, the map is gonna change with like a. Because the emblems had were starting becoming more like it had a nuclear explosion or and then they had a dinosaur. But the meteor did hit whenever whenever season three was around still. And then they were, they were um, speculating about the meteor. And that did lead to the meteor, but it didn't lead to the extinction or anything like that. It just brought in more new uh, points of interest into the map, which still brings a story from the emblems perspective, like, it gives people to think about saying, are they doing this on purpose? Like, is there something hidden with, with, like, behind this? But this is just my take on it, on the outfit's, uh, theory about how it brings up to a story, really, and more about more, uh, general consensus or, um, observation, I should say, about, the the characters themselves and all the items that they bring, well, but thank you for listening to this first theory on Fortnite. Uh, the the next one's gonna be more about the uh the map evolution and it's gonna be more lengthy because that it the map has changed a lot and and I'm gonna predict or theorize about why they're changing this and to see where we're going. Thank you for watching. Hello guys, I mean. Oscar Terriano, and we're gonna be talking about the map theory, really, or the evolution, and where we're, and where I'm thinking it's gonna be, in the near future, or if it's even gonna change or bring up a new map. So, when the map originally was created and brought into the game, it was just a bland map that didn't seem anything. If you ever seen the first pictures of the first map, it's it's so bland, or it didn't have too much color in it. it was it was just dull, and it was so spread out, like, everything was spread out, there was nothing holding things together, you just had to run a while until you found a big city or, like, somewhere to loot and fight off, really, and people didn't seem to mind it when the game first launched, because it was, it was like a whole new map they never experienced, so they just enjoyed it. But um, after Season 2 began, really, they added more detail into the map. Or 
in like the ending of season one and in the beginning of season two, they begin adding more details to the map, especially, especially with new points of entrance. And they updated the map like they gave names to locations that were never really talked about or didn't even think about the name. So they just continued this same thing about doing this or adding more detail to the map, really. So more more and more, they just added new things. So, like, with each little detail, like, especially when it was Christmas, they added, like, these Christmas lights to bushes, which is a small little detail, but still it's a new evolution to the map, and they added new points of interest points of interest into the maps in each location like they added a christmas tree for each lo- each name location if i remember correctly and that's a little nice touch to it and it's still updating the map keeps on bringing it fresh new things and as time progressed they changed the bushes thing to add it to shrines to celebrate chinese new years and they did all this and i like it. i like that they always update the map especially when seasonal holidays or anything they always do that so every time when they do that they just keep on updating updating and in like from the beginning of this episode if you remember the beginning of the map like i said it was bland and now we're like in march now because with all these updates you keep on updating and like this is march is one of the newest or recent updates that were before the meteor strike so the map really changed a lot from then and for a good way but but what does this mean really because of course a, a new map brings in new opportunities to play the game and more enjoyment but are they leading up to something spectacular with this new evolution of the map so like does this evolution mean they're gonna bring new and like innovative stuff to the game because they have been doing that with each map update so like I was saying before, the meteor struck. So this meteor, it was being so hyped, and they delivered, of course, and changed most of the map completely, especially the very middle, and changed Dusty to Dusty Divot. So this meteor brought in these new features of um, these pop rocks or hot rocks. I forgot what they're called, but they make you, you know, jump around and all that. Which is completely new to the game. They never did this before. But they're trying something new. And a lot of people liked it. I liked it. And it's still in the game right now. But they're slowly taking them out. They're slowly rebuilding the map. After this meteor struck. And I don't know what it tells. Really what I believe. With each new map. It brings. It does mean a new season. Yes of course. Every, every season always has a new map update. Which helps keeps it fresh or help changes the map into something new and they can enjoy and that's what they like to say or a lot of people believe saying oh yeah just keep the map fresh but really this is just leading up into a more farewell or a more like created or more established map than it was before and they're and they're trying to build up that because eventually, I think this map is going to expand all around its corners. Because if you've seen the map before, the, the map has a lot of ocean boundaries. Like a lot of water on the side, of course, because it is the island. But they're going to use up, I think, they're going to use up all that space and move it 
spread it out more until the map is completely used up. Like once you look at the map, like while you're playing the game, it's gonna be everything's gonna be filled, which sounds like a good idea. But what does that bring into while when this map is filled to the brim? What what is that gonna bring? So when 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 that happens, I believe like a whole new entire map is gonna be added into the Fortnite loop. So once they stop thinking that this the original map is gonna be new. So yeah, once that mentality of the old map is like thrown away, they're just gonna bring a whole new entirely map. That's what I think. That's what is going to happen and. And, like, that's what it seems like it's leading up to, because they are using everything they can in this map. Like, they bring these small little details, like, opening or using up that open area to just, just, like, just using it. So, like, they like they don't waste an area. They just put something new there or just add, like, a small little house there. Just They just keep on putting more new stuff in there. I'm liking that, because it does bring more new variety to the game or, like, landing spots or something, but still... Once that expansion is over, like, once everything is over, how is that going to work now? And what that's leading up to is the, is that new map. Like, everything is leading up to this new map that's going to be new in every single way compared to what the old one is. Like, nothing from the, like, no features from the old ones are going to be on the new map because it's going to be its own distinct thing just like how the original one is it's just going to be their own distinct thing that nothing can compare it to and they can work from there of course and complete this cycle with each season and but the thing about it, i'm not sure when the season or when's the season that they're going to bring this new map because like i said before with each season new maps or the map is updated a lot or it gets uh, more detailed each time when a season occurs or anything like that. When it or may or when a major update happens, which is rarely if it's not the seasonal update. But it's just that this seems like a perfect idea and seems like the perfect theory that leads up to the new map and how this can lead to more innovative things that you haven't even thought about because they're because it's in its own branch after they branch off from this old map and and with this they can like spread out the community because like people are still going to play the old map but they can see the comparison of the new maps like they can still play the old one but they can also still experience the new features that they added or the new things that they're going to bring which adds more variety, and that seems like the way to go for what the Epic's team has in plan for us. And I've been liking what they've been doing to the map. Some, some, sometimes I don't like it because when I play the game, they took off some points of interest, especially when the meteor happened. They took off some that I enjoyed the most without the interference of the meteor. I could have cared less if the, if the meteor like hit it nearby, but it hit it directly. Or it was impacted, so it was just a, a a failed opportunity. Or to me, it seemed like this was a bad opportunity just to delete off some of that space. But thank you for listening to this theory. And I'm going to bring up another theory about vehicles into the game and how they're going to implement it. But thank you for listening for this uh, theory.
Hello, my name is Oscar Interiano, and we're in the theory of vehicles being implemented into the game and how they're going to be wildly a big, big change for the game, like extremely big change. So they've been teasing it for the since since the game first launched. So when the game first launched, the, the, when the map was introduced and people started playing, they, there was vehicles in the game, and I assumed a lot of people try to get into them because when PUBG was still the mainstream game when when Fortnite was being launched or the battle royale for Fortnite people were were assuming vehicles were allowed and they were but for material purposes like you can destroy a car for like 25 metal or something and like they didn't think about or and then once they stop you know doing that or th- that thought of getting into the vehicle they just completely scratch the idea like the players like said okay there's never going to implement vehicles but since since the beginning of season t they've been teasing vehicles more and more so what i mean by this is that they've been adding these shopping carts or like in ending of season two they added shopping carts <laughs> shopping carts am i right that's not a vehicle but still they they have it to where like they act like the vehicles like in this racing derby in the very far right of the map in in Fortnite, there's a a racing derby there, like I just said, my bad. So, and then they have shopping carts there instead of cars, and, like, it's all lined up, acting like, oh, we're about to start a race. And, like, you see these spread out shopping carts, or more in, like, towns, too. Like, they're out in the street, and as if someone drove them. The regular cars are... So, regular cars are still in the game, and... People just think about them not as cars anymore because of that Epic's game didn't allow them to drive in the first place. There's actually no need to because the map is get, is is small enough to walk around or to like reach your destination. But like in my last theory about the map evolution, if it, like it's growing, growing and more, and I'm assuming it's gonna spread to the whole entire map and get more biomass or land mass, as I say. To spread out, so cars or vehicles should or seem like they're going to be implemented from this. So yeah, so with these shopping carts, they're they're taking the place of cars, and it's their own spin on it, and I like that. So like you never suspected a shopping cart. I mean, it it is mobile, but you never suspected like driving one actually like down a hill in Fortnite or anything like that. And and, like, this brings more perspective into, like, oh, you don't need gas or anything. There are gas stations in the game, but they serve no purpose besides getting a weapon or two or a chest just to continue on your your journey for number one. So, yeah, so, like, the vehicle's situation, or not situation, but theory about it, it's, like, is more of a, a like, an extensive item or an extra item to take place and that's what i think about the vehicles like they're they're just another another use or another item you can find in the game which brings in more about the inventory and all that but it's not really an inventory it's just more of a utility utility and it's more of that than just a actual item I probably should have said, but still, it's still more of like an extensive thing that wasn't part of the game, but they keep on adding new stuff, which makes it seem it is going to be part of the game, not, not from the original 
stand like standpoint of the game, but now it's gonna be like a staple eventually into the game. But yeah, this is just my theory on the the vehicle one. In my next one, uh, I'm gonna be talking about the jetpack. The jetpack is also part of the like transportation and all that. But this was like a cut thing, and and I'm about to and I'm about to talk about why they did that and and theorize why or what was the implication for it. Thank you for listening for this theory. Hello, my name is Oscar Tariano, and we're gonna be talking about the jetpack theory and how they're going to implement it or my interpretation of how they will introduce it officially because they did introduce it a while back so back in season two like in the mid-season like probably february ish they added the jetpack or they put it in the news and like they tweeted about it and all that and said that we're going to add a jetpack to the game Nobody knew any gameplay of it. They just saw it, and a lot of people were mixed about it because the jetpack is a controversial thing because it does affect gameplay of greatly. Because it, it brings you up to a height that you, you wouldn't dream about if you jumped in real life that high. And the thing about jetpacks is they're... Like, during this time, games that had jetpacks, people didn't like them because it was oversaturated. Like, like they didn't want futuristic things like jetpacks and all that into the games anymore, especially in Call of Duty. But when Fort or when Epic decided they were going to implement this or, like, bring up the topic of it, people were really mixed. Like, some people advocated it and others just completely disagreed. I was one of... I was the one that was skeptical I was more leaning towards the disagreeing with it. I wasn't really advocating it unless they actually show gameplay officially, like announcing, "Oh, this is how it's gonna work." Then I would have more act like advocating it. But whenever I first saw this, I was against it really. But this jetpack was like this jetpack news were then like just completely off of the game. Like they completely took it out of the game before it was even into the game and they just completely just drew away the idea I assume they did but I'm not sure what they were going to do with it or how like if they still have the idea propped up and they're going to put it later into the game so which brings the jetpack is the possibilities of what 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 it was going to bring so like I was just saying it brings you up to a new height but this just seems like they're they're, they're trying to be creative and it distinct. So with new items, like recently, they've just been adding new weapons typically and a couple new consumable items that's not really effective really because you find them rarely. Anyways, but the jetpack, this was like a whole new thing that you wouldn't even think about. Like this was going to be on your character. I wasn't even sure this was going to be on your inventory or like in your traps or like resources. I'm not, I'm not even sure where it was going to be, but still, it's like a still new thing. And nobody knew how how it was going to work, but we were going to figure it out eventually. But, like, the thing about the jetpack is, I thought they were going to, like, whenever this was first introduced, even though I didn't like it, I just wanted them to, like, still implement it and see how people received it, and then they can take it out before, he, before even thinking of the idea of just taking it out beforehand. And there's a lot of controversy between this, because, like, people still want to see it, or other people just said, oh, I'm glad they didn't even have it but it still brings up more and more discontent about it 
and I wanted to see actually how this was going to work, and I was actually going to be hyped about it, and I was going to be happy to use it. Like, once I figure out, oh, this is how it is, okay, now, now I feel stupid now. But it never did. So the thing about it is that, was this actually something that were that was OP? Because they did say, oh, when, like, we tested it again, and this is not what we feel like should be in the game. So, like, was this thing supposed to break the game, or this jetpack, was it the make or break of the popularity and this could have ended Fortnite himself. I believe it could have if they implemented it and they didn't do the changes that they claimed when they, whenever they were testing it. So with this, if they would have introduced it the way it is before announcing, oh, yeah, this thing is like before they say, okay, we're taking it out. So don't worry because we did some more testing. But if they just kept it the same, I, I think Fortnite wouldn't not be the same as it is today because of that controversial item. Because if they would have implemented it, and if, and if this was going to be OP, like, if you just jump, like, a few seconds after you jetpack, you still have that effect, or, like, they had glitches with it, or something, like, bugs that had unlimited fuel, or whatever they were going to use as fuel, or, or something. Or this was going to be unlimited use in total, I probably should say. I felt like this was going to be, like, the, the, the point to where... If if this fails, Fortnite's not gonna bring itself up because now they're gonna have that uh, mindset, or people are gonna think about, oh, they brought jetpacks into the game. We don't like this. So my theory on this is that the the decision on jetpacks was the choice, or was the deciding factor of if Fortnite was gonna continue to con this popularity and con continue its life cycle of bringing in content as as it is right now. And I actually like that they didn't do it because, of course, now a lot of people still like the game, but nothing as controversial as the um, the jetpack brought everyone to to stand still, saying, "Okay, this is what's gonna gonna affect the game the most. We need to advocate this or speak about this now before it's too late." And that's what I think about the jetpack thing is. This right here was going to break the game, and people were not never going to play this again, or not not the same amount of people. Maybe few people were were like, of course, still playing. Or if this was implemented, like more people than not was still going to play it, but still it was going to decrease popularity, and then it's just going to be into the abyss of games that are not popular anymore. But yeah, this, yeah. But this was my take on the the theory of the jetpack and how this really affected the game the most. Thank you for listening. Hello, my name is Oscar Teriano, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about the theory of the concept of Fortnite, and what does this mean? Like, what is what is the point of even playing the game? So, what I mean by the concept is, of course, is the the last one to survive wins, but who who actually get benefits from this besides the winner? Because, so like in a game, of course, you just play a hundred a hundred other people, and then you just try to survive the last one, but still, when, like, whenever you're the last one, what does that benefit towards? So, what I'm trying to say is that I theorize that with each winner, they're, like, within the game, I mean, like, not, not actually the Epic's game people, but, like, they're bringing, they're bringing, like, a story to it, so with each win, they're 
basically listing the people who who are like the best specimen. So like what I'm trying to say is that once so like people that I think are doing this list are the same people that are doing or are scattered around when the meteor happens. So when the meteor happened, this new like around each meteor site there's this company brand near each meteor that has a car and a truck that has this purple symbol. We never seen this symbol before, but this is becoming recent. So this company is still or is is also looking at who are the players that win or the people who survive this test of survival. So same thing with the meteor, like if you survive a meteor, you're you're pretty insane. But of course on Earth this never happens, but on Fortnite universe, this is like a test of of survival or the will to live. So with this concept of like why are they doing this listing of like whoever wins each match or whoever wins this this section or this right here like they won this game right here and they bring into a list or a listing of all the people that won like are they dividing between us or are they adding into their listing about Okay, who are we going to test next and how are we going to benefit from this? So from some after they do the listing, I assume with this theory that they're going to make a whole new like player base, I guess, or like testing who out of those winners is the best person. Just just like from uh the Hunger Games, just like that, they're going to see who is the last one to survive and just like that they're going to kill off one by one and see who is the like the best fit to survive especially just like from the meteor and i do like this concept but the thing is it's not really played out that's why it's pretty just much more of theory because like i just said like the listing and all that that's just speculation or my interpretation of how the game is perceived and this thing of like these companies or the secret company or the secret agency I should probably should say that are near the meteor they could be any agency but I'm not sure what they're doing in the game in the first place but my assumption is that they're just here to like to see who is the one most fit to survive in game and from there they can make their own list or divide up that list and see and see from this list who is the most fit or really who can be the best person to be applicable for this test that they're doing. And from there they can make their own army or whatever they're planning to do. But this secret agency just brought me to to assume that that's why we're doing these games or these this Fortnite in general. And like from a from like the lore or story standpoint of the game i feel like it's it's like a pretty plausible theory and like the purpose of why we're even doing it but that's just a theory and i just appreciate you listening to these theories and have a good day